Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. Whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, as always, you are most welcome. How are you, Padre? Well, thank you, Stina. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Wonderful. What have you been up to? I have been recently on retreat. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So went on retreat with... uh, is some of the other priests of the diocese. There are about seventeen or eighteen of us. Oh wow! Uh, so not 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 the whole of the diocese, but uh, but seventeen or eighteen others. And and we um, we we had our retreat. Our bishop gave us the retreat, and it was it was really really nice. It was a lovely retreat. It was uh, um, very different from what I'm used to, um, and that was okay. Like I'd 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 do it again. Um, so uh, uh, the bishops asked that that year about. We go to the diocesan retreat together as a, okay. as, a, as a clergy. So um, we could only have a certain number this year because of COVID. Of course, sure. So I was kind of first in best dressed. Sure. Um, but uh, uh, sort of as the years go on, there might be opportunity to, to have more of us there. And, ah. and yeah, so that'll be really, really exciting. And, and so every second year we'll, um, we'll all go to that retreat. Yeah. And every other year, the bishop allows us to, to make our own retreats because he recognises that we each have sort of unique spiritualities. And, and uh, so, yeah. Oh, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Lucky duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'll take that for sure. How about yourself? What have you been up to? Um, what have I been up to? Well, we actually celebrated St. John Paul II's feast day recently. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Um, I got... Oh, you gave me this cookbook for Christmas, yeah, birthday, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yep. Um, a Vatican cookbook. So it has some of um, Pope Francis, Benedict and John Paul II's favourite meals and their recipes in this book. So I was like, right, here we go. Let's let's give this a crack. It was challenging, but <laughs> <laughs> it was lots of fun. It was lots of fun. That's great. Um, yeah. And then we, which has kind of become a bit of a tradition for us, is to read the jeweler shop. Yes. Praise Feast Day as yes. well. So we read a section from the jeweler shop as well, yeah. which was also awesome. This was my favourite section this time. This was oh, section, really? Yeah. Yeah. Anna and Anna and Stefan. Yeah, yeah. It's just, oh, it's such a lovely, lovely section. Yeah. 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 Poor Anna is oh, about to pawn her wedding ring. Yeah. And uh, and she she has an encounter with the uh, uh, with the jeweler and with this 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 man named Adam. Yeah. And, oh, it's just stunning. It's yeah. it's such a beautiful encounter. I mean, yeah. the man's extraordinarily talented in many a different ways. But playwright is not one of the things I would have anticipated yeah, yeah. from Pope. But well, well, he's he was an actor in his day. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was he was yeah. 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 And the insights that he has. Oh, he's incredible. Tremendous. What a mind what a gem (laughs) yes exactly exactly so this week's episode we wanted to have a bit of a conversation about friendships Mm -hmm. and particularly when we get get into a bit of a position or find ourselves in a position where their friendship might feel a bit unbalanced 
which I think is something that occurs, well, will occur in any long-standing friendship at some point. Yes. Any um, deep friendship, it will occur and it's a normal, normal thing to anticipate. But it can feel a bit uncomfortable. Sure, sure. For at least one person in that yeah, friendship. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so, you know, sometimes the circumstances of our lives can be so challenging and can demand so much from us that sometimes we become the person that our friend leans on a lot mm. more and requires a lot of support from us, which is a good thing. It's a good thing to know that your friend can actually rely on you and can depend on you and trust you yeah. um, and turn to you and to be vulnerable like that is a really beautiful um, and and precious thing as well. But it says something about the friendship that the two of you have, if mm. that's something that can transpire in your friendship, that there is sure. a maturity there that's built and yeah. a strength there that is, that's been built and that's a really good thing. Mm. Mm. But it can also make us feel like a lot has been taken from us as well, especially mm. if it happens time and time again. Yeah. If it's a, a one-off or a couple of times because it's been a particularly rough, you know, rough day or rough week or something like that, that's mm. perfectly okay. But when it happens one after another after another, it can be quite draining. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm. Um, and and similarly, when when we are the ones who are in need of that help, in need of that assistance, um, you know, we've got to remember that it is okay to lean on our friends, but there is a limit, you know, and, and in some ways we have to recall that the only one that we can turn to in our entirety, the only one who can handle all of us, you know, the only one who can handle us all the time without any sense of depletion is Almighty God. Yeah. Uh, that He's the one that we turn to uh, who can who can uh, always be there for us, always assist us and and never, ever be depleted. That's the friendship that is most precious to us. Um, and so we can't expect that another human being is going to be able to fill that role of just taking all of us and, and, and you know, um, sort of being able to be there for us all the time in every circumstance because that's – it's too much to ask of anyone, yeah, you know. And, yeah. and uh, um, So – we have to recognise that, yes, absolutely, we can lean on our friends, but we also need to be able to recognise there is actually a limit here that I have to respect. And it's, it's, it's actually necessary to know, tangibly know, what that limit looks like. like a, a sign of a mature friendship is that, um, is that there is a, a, a boundary that's actually being worked out, you know, um uh, and so if it seems like the other can't give enough it doesn't mean that oh maybe i need to look for a different friend yeah. no no, yeah. no 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 that's that's this is is it's a case of okay if 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 this person can't give what i'm in need of at the moment then i need to ask myself well okay am i am i looking to the right person for what I need, mm -hmm. you know. Um, uh, so being able to actually work out what the boundaries are there, mm. um, and and 
Um, and we'll talk about that in a moment about sort of ways to 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 sort of seal yeah. those boundaries to actually figure out what those boundaries are. Um, but it's it really is a, a necessary part of learning how to love each other in friendship is is being able to lean on one another to be there for each other, but also honouring one another and not draining each other. Mm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple of things to consider that might be helpful. One of them is to set up accountability, Mm. um, which we've spoken about before. Um, And accountability can be literally quite as simple as saying something like, look, sometimes I can get a little carried away um, or I can can really get stuck in my problems um, Mm. and what's Mm. happening in my day-to-day and I can forget that I'm actually talking to another person and what you've got going on in your life matters and, you know, you're – your thoughts and feelings and everything is, is important to me. But sometimes I can forget that when I get yeah. stuck in my stuff. Yeah. Um, so if I do that, could you just remind me that I'm starting to become too focused on me and my problems all the time? Could you just give me a heads up? Like it could be something as simple, simple as that. It yeah. doesn't have to be anything yeah. massive yeah. and flowery, but just identifying that here's, here's something that I've noticed is a weakness of mine sometimes. Um, would you just help me? And hold me accountable to that, and flag it for me if I yeah, if yeah. I forget to to um, remind myself. Um, and really, then once you've given them the indicator that hey, I'd like this help, if they accept to hold you accountable to that, really encourage them to do that right. as well, because it's one thing to say to your friend, "Hey, here's my weakness. Can you do that for me?" And your friend who loves you will go, "Of course, like I, I want to help yes. you." But it's a little scary (laughs) to do that. It's scary to be able to say to someone, I know your vulnerability and I'm going to point out, here you are, here's that weakness of yours that you spoke about. Like Mm. that, that's really uncomfortable. So really encouraging your friend to do that for you and when and if they do, to thank them when they do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Once that accountability has been practiced over time, it's likely that the friendship will have a greater degree of comfort in speaking the truth and reminding one another when there's been too much time spent on on sort of indulging in mm. one's problems or um, or you know too much focus on 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 self or um, not being able to, to to look at the other person and perhaps what's going on in their lives as well like like there'll, there'll be more comfort in being able to to help one another identify those 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 moments where that accountability has been practiced it will probably be as you say a little bit difficult at first yeah. because it's it's holding someone to accountability is never an easy thing to do mm. uh, but it's it's my goodness it's always worthwhile <laughs> uh, because that's where growth comes from mm. so mm. Yeah. yeah yeah and sometimes love demands that we do things that are uncomfortable right right for the sake of the other right. so. exactly exactly mm. Um, so a couple of ways also just practically um, mm. that can help with this is also learning to listen well, yeah. to actually actively listen yes. to the other um, by being fully present to that person, which is not easy to do. Um, and especially in our culture where there are so many things that demand our attention at any given time, that can mm. be very challenging to do. And being able to sit with someone to listen, not just to be able to respond mm. or just to be able to ask the next question that comes to mind to be able to keep the conversation going. Yeah, like yeah. To actually sit with what's 
not just what's being said, but to actually sit with that person and whatever might be going on for them, not just the words that they share, mm. but you know, to actually meet them where they're at, whether that be in heightened joys or de- depths of sorrow, to actually meet them there and yeah. not leave them in that space alone is part of being present to yeah. them. Yeah, for sure. And the reality too is that with really close friends – you will often see and hear that close friends will say things like, I know what they're thinking and they don't have to say a word. And so really paying attention to what is actually being felt in that moment too, like reading their body language. And if you know your friend well enough for a really close friend, you'll know what's going on yeah. even if they're not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Able absolutely. to express it. Yeah. But don't be afraid of, you know, shying away from questions either just because I said before that we don't, want to be in a conversation where we're just asking questions for the sake of conversation don't be afraid of asking those deeper mm. questions either mm. absolutely absolutely and i i sometimes find that in terms of of sharing parts of 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 my life with others mm. you know i i one of the things that i struggle with is that sometimes when friends are speaking to me one of the things that i often do is i put my pastoral cap on Mm. you know and and so i actually kind of almost make the friendship the situation where okay yes yes give me give me this stuff that's 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 this this is what i'm here for you know mm-hmm. and it's like actually that's not the kind of relationship that i have with this person <laughs> i don't have a pastoral relation and just just one example came um not so long ago i was talking to a priest friend of mine and i said something like or that must have been awful or or you know that that, that sounds just so so hard something like that and he goes that was so CPE, man. <laughs> which is which is like it's it's clinical pastoral education, you know, listening skills and all of that. And he's like, that was so CPE, man. I'm not one of you. I'm 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 not in hospital right now. I'm not one of your one of, one of your, your your patients or one of you know. It's just no, you know. I'm like, okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, you know, one of the things I have to learn is that in a friendship, it's just that it's it's not just me listening it, it actually has to be a two-way street really of 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 giving yeah you know a two-way street of giving yeah and receiving yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it sounds a bit like an occupational hazard <laughs> yes yes which, which I, I imagine is similar for social workers yeah, as well, well I was you know just thinking it's, the it's, same it's, thing i yeah. mean yeah for for me one of the things that i struggled with with because of my profession um, my role is to a lot of it is to listen. There's a bit of education that goes on too, but a lot of it is to be present to that person and listen to what their needs are, mm-hmm. and then help them figure out ways of of getting to those needs, having those needs met. But yeah. there's so it's so easy for me to just listen yeah. <laughs> to someone, yeah. and for a long time I used to I used to be able to be with friends, and I became so good at listening that I didn't share. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which those friendships would only go for so long because here I was receiving so much from them, but I wasn't giving mm. anything. Mm. I, I mean, I was giving them my time, but other than that, I wasn't offering anything in return. No, sure. And that doesn't mean that you have to divulge your deepest, darkest secrets. No, no, not at all. But if you're not actually sharing a part of you, you know, who you are and what you think and a part of your heart with them, you, you, you're not actually sharing you. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. much of a friendship yeah, if exactly. you're not actually... You're not sharing. Yeah, well said. Well said. So that was certainly a challenge, but you know, a challenge that can be overcome. <laughs> yes, it can. It can. Bit of practice, bit of accountability. It's yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and just being 
again, being vulnerable, but being open to making mistakes. Like you, right, you, right. You learn. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you learn from those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. There's a few thoughts on hmm. when a friendship becomes a little unbalanced at times, which they can. Seasons of life can, can demand that on friendships, and that's okay. Very good. So. Truth, beauty, and goodness. So, mine for the week. <laughs> Um, I had to make a rather scary decision um, in this last week. I had to let go of something that became quite toxic and consuming in my life. And I suppose I gave it uh, at least two years worth of excuses of you know reasons why I shouldn't let it go. But then just recently, having given it up, having sort of dropped it, I kept coming home. And at the end of the day, like two and three days in a row, my brain was like free. It was mm. it was so not consumed by thoughts of this particular thing and having to process the repercussions of this thing that yeah. my mind was like, what, what do I do? I've got so much free energy and free time and free thought and it was just, it was amazing. And it was at that point that I realised just why it was so difficult, <laughs> why things have been such a struggle, like – you know, which makes sense when you've got like a deep dark cloud that sits over your head, yeah, yeah, prolonged for a long period of time. But um, that particular thing has tried to creep back in, like it's trying to to make me go back into that space or invite me back into that space. And just being given that gift of those few days of recognizing, wow, this this is how my mind is meant to be, free from this toxicity free from this level of stress it's kind of made me realize that no I don't I don't want that yeah back again so it's just a beautiful gift to be able to see that and um and to now recognize that you know that space of being open is like a it's like a fresh pasture just ready for ready and waiting for God to plant whatever comes next and mm. I'm not going to fill it with what was there before it doesn't doesn't belong there anymore yeah, that's for me this week. What about you, Padre? So um, the other day uh, I, um, I I saw a seminarian who was sort of I just it was just seemed not to do not to be doing so 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 great and I said to him, young man, let's go for a walk and so he went for a walk and chatting away and and I thought of now that I'm coming towards very much the end of my time. At the seminary, I started to think of the conversations that uh, that I've had over the last five and a half mm-hmm. years with all the seminarians, and conversations where we, you know, we've been able to to work with some of their, their their difficulties and strengths and weaknesses and opportunities, and and um, they've been such gifts to watch that growth and to be able to contribute to that that growth, and and you know, it's it's. It's been such an immense blessing, so beautiful to behold. Mm. Uh, so I've, I've really, uh, that's one thing I will most definitely miss, mm. you know. And, and uh, uh, so to, to, to see that and to just recall those, those, those blessings over the last five and a half years has been just it's really, really beautiful. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Special. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Living Fullness. We hope there's been something helpful or useful that's served you or blessed you in some way. Um, If you'd like to let us know 
Um, if you'd like to share some of your thoughts, we'd love to hear it. You can jump over to Living Fullness on Instagram or you can also find us on Virtue Ministry on Facebook. Um, if you are able to, we would also love for you to jump over to our Patreon community and financially support us to be able to continue to produce these podcasts each week. So you can join a tier for as little as $3 a month, which will certainly go a long way. So thanks so much and we will see you next week. And until then, know of our love and prayers. God bless.